drifting through interstellar space three light years out from the star 31 Aquil, the Neon Adobe Cluster picked up a series of short, faint electromagnetic pulses that lasted intermittently for 18 years. The early signatures were familiar to the Neona and faintly worrying. Nuclear fission detonations followed seven years later by fusion explosions. The technological progress of whoever was detonating them was exceptionally swift by the usual metric of emerging civilizations. That's the opening paragraph of Peter F. Hamilton's Salvation. I'm Scott McNulty, and this is Recently Read. Although today's episode should probably be called Not So Recently Read, Peter F. Hamilton is one of those authors whose books I pre-order as soon as they're available, and then I gobble them down as soon as they download onto my Kindle. I've actually read The Salvation several weeks ago, and I've been mulling it over ever since. It's hard to argue that Peter F. Hamilton is a little-known author, since his books sell many, many copies, millions of copies. But I do think he's probably underread in the United States. Plus, his works don't tend to get nominated for awards, so he must make do with significant financial success. I feel really sorry for him. Anyway, Hamilton is best known for grand space opera series that are comprised of doorstopper-sized novels. He also is really, and I mean really, into the idea of traveling long distances via a variety of portals. It seems to be one of his things. And who am I to argue? Another one of his things? Lots and lots of characters. They're all over the place, doing all kinds of stuff. Salvation is very much in line with all of that, though at 556 pages, it's pretty short for a Hamilton book. He even goes all in on the portals idea, having them basically be the default mode of transportation on Earth, though a trip may require you to walk through several portals to get where you're going, which, as a Fitbit user, I find great. I'll say this right now. I really enjoyed this book, but it's mostly just putting all the pieces in place for the next book, which I know annoys a lot of people. Hamilton also borrows a trick from Chaucer and sends his characters on a sort of pilgrimage, which is the main plot of the book. That trip is interspersed by each of the characters telling the backstory that led them to the point at which they find themselves. It's an effective literary device, and it really lets you get to know the characters and understand how they relate to each other but it also undercuts the momentum of the main story. I think it works, but other readers may find the start-and-stop nature of the book to be off-putting, especially if you're looking for kind of jam-packed action. Now, you'll notice I haven't given many details about what actually happens in the book. I looked up the book blurb, and it's very, very vague, so I don't want to spoil any of the big reveals in the book, and this book has a bunch of them. I will say that you get to see a lot of the world Hamilton's building, and I saw enough that I know I'll be reading the next book in the series. <laughs> 